We'd like to thank Ring Central for sponsoring and making this show possible. Without Ring Central, this wouldn't be happening. Ring Central has been a big part of Tolaris for years. In fact, last year was our top booking UCAS provider. If you haven't engaged with Ring Central and made them a part of your strategy, please reach out to them now. to another edition of Business Transformations. My guests today from Cloud Warriors, Mr. Eric Chan and Mr. Chris Neville. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having Thanks, us. So uh, let's start our journey all the way back at the beginning, Eric. And I believe you and I were able to talk about some of this um, actually uh, quite a while ago as we sat together as a, as a president's club. Tell me about how you got the idea and started the agency. Yeah, great question, Adam. And it's um, it's funny to talk about it now, being you know two years later, because it it really does not seem like two years. And I, I think I'm speaking to any entrepreneur about just the hardship and you know how time slows down and, and sometimes the difficulty. But to your question, um, I spent a lot of time you know starting and running uh, Presidio's contact center uh, practice globally, um, and then moved to a, a global VP role at Teleopti, where I ran um, sales channels and marketing. So to, to give that answer some credence, uh, number one, when I was at Presidio, I learned how to build a very large reseller from the ground up. So, you know, that really was kind of my one trick, if you will. So there, part of me really wanted to find a way to emulate that. Uh, being a, what I always felt as a younger person in technology, I was always drawn to kind of two things. I was always drawn to the advanced technology space, also the cloud and hosting in, in that environment as well as, you know, and again, being Cisco's largest partner at the time, that was almost you know kind of blasphemy, if you will. But I saw where the market was going and saw the you know the rise of Google and Amazon. I always knew starting a cloud provider or cloud reseller was the way to go. But also, it provided me I didn't need line I didn't need lines of credit and things of that nature. So that was kind of the the origination of the the business model. Um, I had a three year non compete when I left Presidio and ended up, like I said, ran uh, global global sales for Teleopti. Now Teleopti was the world's fourth largest WFM provider, which is a contact center application called Workforce Management. What was really interesting about that role I had is we were the OEM for Avaya, Nortel, Mitel, Saranova. Um, Twilio, TalkDesk, that's where I met Tiago. And that's actually where I learned about, honestly, Adam, what you guys offered. And to give a funny story, I remember I was speaking to uh, to uh, one of the VPs at, at TalkDesk and he we were talking about our go-to-market strategy and he mentioned Talaris, Intellisys, and Microcorp. And honestly, Adam, I didn't know what he's talking about. You know, from, from my world of, you know, the Cisco's and Ingram's and, and tech data's, people like me never heard about that world. So I actually kind of did a white lie. I was like, oh, cool, that's a great idea. Honestly, I had to come clean 30 minutes later and I called him, I was like, look, I gotta be honest, I don't know what you're talking about. And he told me about the master agent program and he explained to me how my ability to partner in OEM through TalkDesk, for instance, now opened me up to your channel and Telesist. And I have access to these six, you know, six to maybe 8,000 individuals that have the ability to sell contact center. When I started learning how you guys go to market, the business model, obviously the margins and also the MRR and the longevity, kind of the annuity model, if you will. I mean, it was like I was, I was, I was love struck or, you know, it was like I was bit. So 
From there, it was interesting because my passion of actually being on the ground floor of building a reseller through, you know, acquisition as an employee 148 all the way to a $3 billion company, I never really had the vehicle of how I could actually, you know, put my idea to practice. And, and honestly, I really got to give, you know, yourself and Patrick and Reagan uh, for finding us and, and Ruth and the entire team at Solaris because you actually became, absolutely became that vehicle of the idea. And, and again, not really knowing how to put that in practice, but learning those steps at, at Teleopti, I embarked on, you know, starting Cloud Warriors 1.0, which was Cloud Broker Services. Right, so and that's what I was thinking of is cloud brokerage services. You started out, so you've got this professional background. You hear about the model, which I love that conversation where you had to actually back up and say, I'm sorry, I really didn't know what you're talking about. Uh, to yeah. the point where all of a sudden you're neck deep in it. You're having success because of your background in technology, because of your experience. But I want to talk about the per first pivot you made because the first few sales you made, I think were from your, your, your legacy network. Then all of a sudden you started aligning with providers themselves uh, in, in a rather right. unique way. Can you t talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah, you know, and I think the first part of my story kind of explains the first, you know, business model, if you will. Since I realized how naive I was in understanding the mastery agent space, I instantly knew that I had a target audience of all of my peers to turn them into agents or sub-agents for myself, right? And again, these are folks who had worked at Cisco for 20 years or Presidio or CDWs or Avias or Giatels or Genesis, like people with that real hardened contact center reseller VAR background who didn't know this or still to this time don't, don't understand that this world exists. I understand that the master agent channel was very well kind of predicated on the telco space and people with the AT&T and Bell legacies, if you will. So quickly, I was able to build a very interesting book of business with sub-agents um, that were very close to the ground floor of what was happening in the field of contact center decisions at a very enterprise level. So to your point, Adam, I came in swinging pretty hard with some big deals because ultimately call center, contact center, they're all kind of rooted, even in a 50 to 100 agent opportunity, which you know, we at Presidio would see as transactional, that's a big opportunity for the master agent space. So I was able to build some quick early success um, immediately from our conversation where we had at Cancun within contact. Now, speaking to in contact, you know, some of my, you know, former colleagues like Brett Tyson or Andy Dignan over at um, Five Nine, Brett obviously being in contact. So I had all these relationships. I knew Tiago from TalkDesk when we had our, our partnership with Teleopti. So quickly, once I, once it was kind of public that I was going down this route and having some quick successes, I immediately got aligned very quickly to the executive and VP sales ranks um, with a lot of these, you know, primary, I would say it's probably in contact five, nine to talk desk, um, you know, two years ago. And again, that kind of helped further the success. Again, while I, I would say I was still trying to figure out what, what we were becoming. And I think that was a kind of a constant theme you'll hear from us today is that we're always trying to figure out, you know, where we came from, what's working now, and what we're about to become. So, and, and I, I think that starts taking us into the Cloud Warriors, that 2.0 conversation, if you will. Yeah, so let's flip to that. Let's talk about the pivot, about the transformation where you become Cloud Warriors. So Chris comes on board, you guys are mm -hmm. working together, and talk about that, if you would, about how Cloud Warriors came about, because I love the moment. It's, it's not in a white room where you're brainstorming about the possibilities. It was actually in a business moment that you guys came up with this concept. Can you guys talk about that a little bit? Yeah, Chris, I'll, I'll start. I'll start a bit in the story. And I'll let you kind of finish it off um, with with that, you know, serendipitous morning, if you will. So, um, so Chris actually came on board as an agent as well. And the the quick funny story with Chris is once he learned the business model and 
Chris has a prodigious background from Vanderbilt and having an MBA and uh, working a lot of startups. Once he learned our business model, which obviously Adam is kind of your business model, but he was instantly hooked as well. And I remember he kept sending me offers like, okay, I'm coming on full board. I'm coming on full time. We're going to partner together. It was almost like he was pitching me for about three months. And I finally said, okay, we're doing this. Now at the same time, our third business partner, Jason Walters, and it's funny, I, we had just, you know, in, in prep for this, uh, we talked about uh, Brett Hickenlooper's story from Sumo. That's Jason's story. And I, and I, and I love Brett's story. So shout out to Brett, a uh, great friend and colleague and always look up to his success. But Jason had just got laid off from CenturyLink. So the three of us are there kind of crafting what cloud broker services is becoming. Now, Jason's a, a Marine veteran and worked on the Silent Joel platoon and, you know, great background as well. And I had hired a lot of uh, veterans at Presidio. So the idea came up of, we've always wanted to build a contact center and an engine ourselves to help ourselves with outbound demand gen. And obviously being contact center myself, building your own contact center is pretty much second nature. So the concept of Cloud Warrior started coming up one fateful night, October, you know, uh, about a year and a half ago over dinner. And again, I'm gonna tell the same story you guys had where I'm sitting there at dinner, we're having a couple couple beers and we have, we have you know, GoDaddy on the phone. We probably went through 10 names just trying to find what the open domains were and boom, we found not Cloud Warriors, we found Cloud Dash Warriors because Cloud Warriors at the time was selling for 24,500, which at some point we might have to buy. But either way, <laughs> it, it, it really is funny because you, know, you, you said that some of the stories sometimes intertwine from the entrepreneurial perspective and I love when Patrick and you uh, talk about how that's how Talaris was founded, or at least the name uh, uh, therein. So interesting enough, we we kind of formed the concept of we can hire veterans and use use this platform as a way to continue kind of a social good or as a as a construct of the actual business itself, outside of all the other things we do, right? Consulting and help save save costs on bills, et cetera. Um, so the next morning, and Chris, I'll, I'll pass it off to you, we actually had our first walkthrough, and this is obviously 20, 12 hours old from inception point. Uh, and Chris, I'll let you take the story from here. Well, I'm going to, before I get there, Eric, I will say one thing, Adam, that's kind of funny. Um, I had not heard, I continued to learn more about this guy all the time. I did not know that he'd had the moment where he had to look up in Google or make that phone call about who is Talaris, who is Intellis. Isn't that great? People. Because the first time I met Eric, I was sitting at a couch across from him and I'm thinking, I can't even remember these names to know who to Google. I, mean, I didn't know, what to do. I didn't know what's going on. Never heard of the model. Uh, it's funny how things have have gone from from where we were uh, to then to now. So, first of that meeting, we were there with a business connect of mine here in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, he's a former Top Gun pilot. So he comes with all of the uh, pomp and circumstance that that affords. He's he's got a a great business here in Nashville and a really smart guy, good guy to be around. So we walk in there. Eric had him eating out of the palm of his hand within 10 seconds. Um, he was doing the typical Eric thing, right? Where you understand him, he knows technology, but then you've got this additional societal wrapper around there that really makes it appealing. Uh, and that's when we knew we had something good. We walked out, we got in the car afterwards, kind of started looking around at each other and said, did that really just happen in there? And uh, <laughs> the whole thing was off the cuff. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason was there. So it was, it was, it was all three of us. And that was uh, day one of cloud warriors. Yeah. So just in that, that quick in 12 hours, you guys pivot the business to cloud warriors, because you're not only going to build this, you know, this uh, engine where you, you find business, you're going to hire veterans now to engage and do that. So you're, you're combining social good 
with technology selling. And you came up with that in 12 hours. Name, pivot, everything. Is that right? Chris? Well, yes and no. So yes, we knew that's where we wanted to go, but we had, uh, it was impossible for us to serve two masters. Uh, we had still cloud broker services and cloud warriors operating just for a moment at the same time. And then we decided that cloud warriors made a lot more sense to move forward just in a unified fashion. Uh, instead of trying to create two different things going down two different paths, I give a lot of credit to Eric for having the foresight to recognize that, you know, it's a lot easier to have a customer conversation when there's a societal good tied to it. And that's not just lip service for us. We have veterans at work for us. Uh, we give back in the in the form of a dividend or a refund or a coupon uh, to some of our customers, customers that they've got their own internal hiring program. Uh, it's important for Eric, neither neither Eric nor I ever served. Uh, my my number one hero is a guy, is my grandfather, he served. Uh, I know Eric's father was served and it's, it's a big part of who we are as a company. Well, I think it's remarkable. And that's one commonality. In fact, we were talking before uh, you know, we, we recorded here about the fact that everyone's story is unique, but in successful partners, you continue to see these common elements. This is one of the elements, this pivotal moment where you realize, you know what, we're heading down a good path, but there's something better. And what's remarkable yeah. to me about your pivot is it's so fast. Most people take months to think through it, to experiment in it, to engage with it, and then start heading down that road where you guys were just so fast to say, you know what, we've got something here. To the extent that you bring in a partner who's got that background, who's got the network to bring people in. So now you're bringing veterans on board on a regular basis to uh, populate the call center, generate leads and close business. Is that right? That's great. Yeah, yeah, we just hired uh, two this past month of February, Doug and Eddie. Um, both have great stories. I, I recommend anyone watching this to check our LinkedIn page and just give them a chat. They, that's one thing we always uh, tell our, our folks to do is, you know, or our vendors, meet these guys, jump on the phone for 15 to 30 minutes and learn their story. Doug's, Doug's is exceptional. Uh, Doug literally just retired from the Air Force, literally, I believe, 31 days ago. And uh, he's already doing great things for us. But he ran the SEER Academy for the Air Force. He was a superintendent. Adam, uh, you know, I know you guys did the Top Gun event as well. So every every Air Force Naval pilot has to go through this. It's it's the it's the program where it's called um, Survive, Evade, Rescue, and Esca uh, Resist and Escape, where they actually simulate people getting shot down, chase you through the woods, try to extract information from you, and then teach you how to escape. So um, it's his his background is uh, just fascinating, and it, it's and what we're really learning too, which has always been uh, you know outside the day to day for Chris and I is seeing how these people have taken these skill sets that are so unique and different from, you know, what Chris and I or you and Patrick have, uh, you know, from our organic, you know, our learnings, if you will, and see them apply that to customer conversations or just their daily work ethic. It's been really, it's been, it's just been the most fun I've had on the job so far and, and helped build this thing. And, and we, and obviously we'll, we'll see that success continue to grow and, and that's going to be a real fun thing, I think, for all of us to watch and for you guys to to observe as well and meet these guys. And Doug will be at the Presidents Club uh, here in a month, so um, he'll he'll be telling that story quite a bit, I'm assuming, to a lot uh, of. And folks. I look forward to meeting him. I, I want to say, so I think everyone recognizes that you know the social good you're doing, engaging veterans, helping them find a, a second career. But I want to talk about the other side of that. Of what kind of great characteristics are you seeing out of these individuals that you're bringing on because of their military background, because of their service? Chris, I'll pass it to you because that's a that's a, probably the easiest question we've had all day. <laughs> Thanks for uh, teeing it up for me there. Um, in terms of 
these guys and gals that we're working with are every single thing they do, as Eric mentioned a minute ago, is approached to with the tenacity and a ferocity and just uh, they're passionate, they're competent, they work hard. You can't just wrap it all in one little bow and stick it out there. It's just they're each one of them is dynamic in their own way. Uh, our partner, Jason, has some tremendous qualities. I learn from him all the time. I tell him all the time. I learn from you every day. Uh, it's just it's a real treat for us to to draw from people with that have different experiences and backgrounds that Eric and I do. They can just help show us where we may be deficient and where we need to focus uh, some of our efforts going forward. And, and I'll, give, I'll do a quick PSA, you know, and we dealt with this in the call center world and we still do quite a bit is some of the, the difficulty hiring and engaging and keeping millennials operating at a high level. Um, and again, you, you, we just can't dismiss an entire you know generation, which is obviously the biggest generation we've had, even bigger than the baby boomers. But that being said, there are a lot of transitioning veterans in that same age, age range from 25 to 30. And the PSA is, you know, a lot of folks need to work with folks, and we'll put this on the LinkedIn, companies like TechQual, there's a lot of folks out there transitioning um, to any of my partners and colleagues like a Brett Hinkloper. Uh, definitely give these folks a look, man. They'll, 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 they'll continue to surprise and won't disappoint. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with uh, other partners, the entire community. Uh, I think what you're doing is incredible. Uh, not just the, the service you're doing, but building a fantastic business uh, based on the values you have. So let's turn the page then. What's next for Cloud Warriors? What do you guys see in the next year, two years, three years? Good question, Adam. Um, let's start with the next year. You know, I think Chris and I, as much as we have, uh, you know, grand visions for, you know, three to five years, we're, we're, we're evolving so quickly as a company. We kind of work in, you know, six to nine week sprints is kind of what we call it. Um, so right now, one of the big news uh, for Cloud Warriors is we just opened our first brick and mortar office in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, we just onboarded our first true traditional outbound demand generation engine um, at Cloud Warriors. Now we've always had capacity for outbound, um, and to give some 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 idea of that capacity, we used to do about ten to twenty thousand emails a week with phone calls. We are now at twenty thousand emails a day with two thousand phone calls, and that's really rooted in this group of of people we just brought on that have a origination in, in business to consumer outbound, which is much more difficult than what we've ever seen in the tech world. And the easy part is just teaching these guys tech, but these gals tech. So um, we've already hooked on with a lot of very strategic partners. Um, they've been on the phones for the past three weeks. We are going to continue to kind of double down and invest in that. What I like about part of this shift for Cloud Warriors is Cloud Warriors has always been very good at the hard stuff, which, which is a quick pat on the back. But when you suck at the easy stuff, you, you really got to pay attention to that, right? When I say the easy stuff or call it the meat and potatoes, I mean some of the legacy technologies, not the advanced stuff like the, the telco, the colo, the, the data center stuff. So we are pivoting a lot to more diversified, consistent revenue. And obviously there's a more transactional nature to some of those sales. So, so that I'm very excited of, of where that allows Cloud Warriors to grow. But you know, at the same time, we're getting a lot of interest and already working on partnerships with UJet and Dialpad had lunch with Vonage today, where some of those ATPs are also looking to leverage that outbound. I mean, obviously everyone wants a better outbound. I mean, you, you can't ask anyone that's in, incented by growing a company, do you want more sales and more meetings, right? So um, we feel that we're, we've built and continue to build a very unique model um, uh, amongst our peers. So we're excited to see where that grows. Uh, 
We've already had conversations of where that could turn into an actual BPO, like an outsourcing model, where some of our vendors, if we don't like the transactional nature of their sale, could actually purchase like a flex seat for us to do content writing, use our outbound delivery, email and voicemail and content engine, as well as the people doing the cold call. So, so the company is, is poised to grow, continue the, the, the strength in what you've allowed us to build, Adam, but, but really build some interesting adjacencies outside of that into, like I said, like that BPO model, much like, you know, Chris Kramer, uh, his world from PPT with him and him and the gentleman over there. Wonderful. Fantastic. Chris, anything to add? I've got nothing else to say. There's only one Toastmaster on this video and it's the guy <laughs> sitting over here. So. <laughs> that he is. That he is. What a great partner to have. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, Eric Chan and Chris Nebel from Cloud Warriors. Thank you for your partnership. Thank you for your inspiration to the community and all the good you're doing. Yeah. And Adam, thank you so much. Thank you, Patrick. You know, thank you to the whole team and Zane. And, uh, you know, you guys have just been the most amazing partner we've ever had. And, and we look forward to, to, you know, continue to grow that. Thank you. That's it thank from you. Business Transformations. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.